If you're on the run, or just staying home, if you're with some friends, or just all alone, have a cup of coffee or tea, if you please, and listen to me today on Cardio Coombs Cafe. Hey there, you're listening to Cardio Coombs Cafe, and I'm your host, Aaron Coombs. This is episode 13, and you're going to be hearing a little bit of background noise, like a uh, kind of humming sound, because I'll be working here now, offshore, and, well, you're listening to the boat. I'm on a boat, so... I'm on a boat leg, Leo. On my last Instagram post, I put on the topics of ideas, what could be on my next topics, what could be on my podcast, any topics that interest you, I can talk about Monday episode. I won't be keeping too long where I gotta be go get some rest and everything. Someone said maybe do an episode on Pride, and my last two episodes I did mention a little bit about the LGBTQIA plus community, and I'll still keep on talking about it, and even though this uh, month is coming to an end, this also Pride Month, June, so we're coming to July, but we still celebrate and notice and recognize and respect one another for who we are, so I don't mind keep on that topic of Pride. Another thing that was brought up was, tell us more about yourself, like 50 things. I don't know if you want to hear 50 things right now, but I'll say a few things. Uh, what are your favorite books, recipes, facts? Talk about the gag laws in New uh, Canada that I keep passing. So that'd be the agricultural, uh, the farming, and everything. About uh, uh, talk about things reopening during Corona. Corona. So yeah, okay, I'll uh, elaborate on the importance of equality and recognition of the LGBTQIA plus community. I'll speak up about uh, Reagan Russell, the supporters who are trying to turn over the Bill of 156, where it's supposed to be for the animal protection zone, so for trespassing and everything like that. It doesn't allow animal activists to interfere or interact with the animals, such as when they're in their crates and being moved in their trucks, suffering from such things as dehydration and whatnot. And as for 50 things about me, this first episode I introduced myself in podcast uh, number one, where I was with my wife and we talked a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm sure I could throw some facts in and details. And also I'll talk about the Atlantic provinces open up in Canada and the rest of the border as well. So starting off with the first topic, I'll be talking about uh, pride. Pride in the LGBTQIA plus community. And we'll establish that... Uh, what the letters mean if you're unaware or just want to be further educated upon the subject. The L stands for lesbian, the G stands for gay, the B stands for bisexual, the T stands for transsexual, the Q stands for questioning or queer, the I is for intersexual, and A is also for asexual and these are all all promotions of self-affirmation dignity equality and to be increasing the visibility of this community so they're saying that we are here we are who we are we deserve love as everyone does love is love and I agree with that point And not everyone's going to agree with this. Some people are going to be showing some hate or some other opinions upon the point. But my podcast right now is just showing my views on things. And if you have any other comments or opinions, you can apply them to my Instagram on Cardio Coombs Cafe uh, podcast. Or also on uh, my uh, Facebook account on Cardio Coombs Cafe podcast. And the, the largest uh, Pride gathering in history is in Stonewall 50 World Pride New York 2019 during the anniversary of the Stonewall rights. So not only in New York do we see a lot of uh, Pride but we see it all around the world in some places well it's sad to say that it's not uh, seen as equal or some people say it's a sin but everyone deserves respect 
and love. So, in addition to this, people look on the arts and the cultures and the educational programs that can establish a more in-depth uh, visual of what it actually is to represent this community. The symbols of the pride, the rainbow flag, and they also got individual flags like the stripe of the blue and the pink that represents uh, transgender and uh, the community around. Sadly, there's many parts of this world in the, that see the discourse of these times that male and female of homosexuality will, could be a mental illness. And same thing with in the transgender world as well. And it, that's sad because people are trying to fight off the feelings and the hurt that they get for showing who they are and it is truly who they are that's my opinion and that's what I see of many people's that believe that they are who they are they love who they love and in this world why should you place upon hate or even if you see indifference why would it affect you in any way it's their lives so move on there's always going to be controversy within the community and regarding the acceptance of the different members of bisexual, transgender, gay and lesbian and for straight folk or if you're born male or female and considered straight they call us cis CIS so I'm a cis male because I was born male and I am straight but even if I wasn't wouldn't matter I'd say who I am and it sucks that some people can't be who they are because the world that we live in pushes us down and treats us differently than how we should be treated and we should all be treated equally and people say well if you're not gay why do you keep talking about topics such as these or matters about uh, movements in particular like Black Lives Matter movement. Just because you are for something, put pride in something, and affiliated with an organization or community or arts or educational program that influence us to be aware of the situation that we are equal, doesn't mean you actually have to be black to respect a black person. You don't actually have to be gay to respect a gay community. So. I can be who I am and respect the people around me, which I do. So I'll raise a flag in pride to celebrate who and what and whoever anyone wants to love. So that's my take on things. That's my views. You can have different views and you can have friends that have different opinions and even though you disagree with upon different aspects of anything that relies upon people around you, cultural matters, religion, or politics, whether you be right or wrong, it's still given lend an ear to listen. And if you feel that the path you have said or taken has been influenced you in the wrong way, and you don't know or you want to be educated and well what does this particular uh, connotation what does this name mean what does it mean to call them them their they him his her and some people say well does it really matter about the context why are people getting so offended why do people care so much because we all deserve respect and just because you're indifferent and you have a disbelief or you just turn the cheek and turn the other way or turn a blind eye uh, everyone deserves respect and love and uh, I remember one time I went to a gay bar just to check it out I went inside I looked around I was like oh, I don't see no fridges where there's beer so I hope they have beer because I've seen a lot of rev rev drinks in everyone's hands and I said 
can I have a beer? You're like, can I see some ID? Because I guess they didn't recognize me because I've never been there before. And this one currently had closed down a few years back. But when I did exit, there's me and two other friends. There was a group of guys that yelled out, faggot, to all of us. And it kind of went over my head because, well, sadly, everyone uses that word in, yes, a derogatory term, but when I hear it towards me, it means just like idiot, which is also a bad context. But looking at my friends' faces, I could see that they were really hurt. And it really struck a chord on them. And people say these hurtful and hateful words and they don't really care about the consequences or how it can actually affect them. And there are people around the world that feel like they're not wanted. They're not meant to be here. They're not meant to be who they are. And they do end their lives. Or they do punish themselves. And that's the sad fact of it all they're thinking that they're the ones that need help they need our help to know that they are loved we are all loved we are all equal so they're standing up for their pride for people all people straight or gay because we all belong in this world and we should live together coherently so if there's anything else you want me to add on to this topic, I will, and I don't mind discussing or going back and forth, or if there's anything I said that was wrong, let me know. Oh, and what really pisses me off is when there's talks about uh, the gay community and there's talks about uh, Black Lives Matter and people are watching the news and saying, Ugh, I've seen enough of this bullshit. Really? You wouldn't have to see so much of this social media, this uh, rioting, these peaceful protests, if we actually believed in ourselves that we saw enough of this. Because they saw enough too. They saw enough hurt. They saw enough disbelief. They seen enough injustice. So we all have to stand together, be there for one another. So these prides, these movements, they're all for to keep your eye open on the situation that, that regards that we all are here for one another. So the sad part about the news, no matter what channel or radio station you go on, what's blasting, what's always going on is bad news really what's going on in the world that's hitting us hard what hurts what's going wrong what kind of politics is going and what's going behind shut doors and shit so I wish to see better news happier news but to do that we all have to work together don't we so let's all stand up for the rights of everyone be loved and recognized. People need recognition to be who they are or who they are. So, and I know if I went to my parents and I said, Hey, I'm gay, they wouldn't look at me any differently than they do now. And said, Say that not every family would be so encouraging or so what's the word I'm looking for acknowledgeable and just open hearted open minded so I can keep on elaborating keep on talking about the importance of equality and the recognition of the LGBTQIA plus community and uh, I will furthermore go on now to my uh, second topic which would be the agricultural aspects of everything right now. I guess if people want to know more about me, uh, I have given up eating meat over uh, three years ago. This November, 
November. November. This November will be uh, four years. So, being plant based. And I know many people say, well, you're not necessarily eating any healthier, are you? All that sodium. You're not eating as many vegetables as I do or whatnot. And my uh, view on things is for the animal's well being. I don't want to uh, harm or make an animal suffer for what I choose to put on my body and taste for the short amount of time I do in the daytime. So I uh, cut out meat out of my diet, or for my lifestyle, that be. And I'm not pushing that aspect onto anyone. And I know people that eat meat. I know people who don't eat meat. And one cook or chef that sadly has passed away over the years is Anthony Bourdain. And he was always hating on the, the vegans and vegetarians. But there was one episode I seen on the Parts Unknown where he went to uh, India. And he was amazed by just how different the vegetables were because how they uh, spiced them and how they cooked them and all the colors so even if you have a view on one aspect you can see yourself finding that in parts of things that you once said could not be a good thing or you seem indifferent about something you can change your mind or feel that maybe it's not so bad after all but a sad aspect here now in Canada there's agricultural laws there's the, the bill of uh, Bill 156. So these uh, ag laws, AG, GAG, means agricultural, are laws that have arrived in Canada which we fight against the interest of the animals and the activists who uh, expose the systematic cruelty of the animal agricultural industry. And a lot of these laws get passed very swiftly across Canada. These laws are for protecting animals on the farms and are almost non-existent in an effort to improve the treatment of the animals at the federal and provincial level. So, I believe that these laws are in place as more so protecting the, the backs of the farmer, not the well-being of the animal, which you could disagree with if you please. And many people say, well, this animal cruelty in the slaughterhouses is not a uh, Canadian thing, it's not an American thing, it's it's in different countries. It's not in our country. It's not happening here. But it is. There's been many times that activists have been going into these slaughterhouses. Which is against the law, which is criminal. That's why they got the bills. You can't physically trespass on to these properties where these animals are being cruelly handled. I'm not saying in all factories, but in many factories. There's been animals that uh, pigs tails are cut off under piglets their teeth removed with no means of any medications beaks are taken off of chickens with no means and when they say it's free range it's not necessarily free range they're still piled up on top of each other injected with so many hormones that they can't even walk their feet are getting crushed and their cows there are getting kicked punched moved around and well this is not Canada this is not America sorry but in many ways in many slaughterhouses this is still happening and there's been many mixed reactions in Ontario about the bill 156 it's known as formerly known as the trespass and protection food safety act and it protects the farmers from on-farm trespassing and any concerns that could be erased from parts of law that are anti-whistleblower, like views upon restrictions of free speech and controversial legislation. So sadly, there was a activist killed by a truck going into a slaughterhouse, and this person was Regan Russell. There are lawyers now hired to see justice in her death to get the bill repealed for uh, this was a 60 
five-year-old activists who often protest and this was in Toronto so this was in Canada so she was helping trying to save the pigs these dehydrational pigs on the trucks and the crates they're packed in such hot trailers before they're going into the slaughter so while she was doing this around 10:20 on June 19th witnesses say that she ended up being hit by a transport truck and sadly there's no able way to record or make a visual around the area where she did pass because there's such laws that protect this industry which are more so able to keep away the exposure of cruelty that what happens during slaughterhouses and protecting the farm and agricultural means and I know that they, they got a life to live as well and this is their means of making money but in large uh, industry in corporate industry there's cut corners there's many ways that animals can be treated better and not moved in such means that they're in close quarters starving being dehydrated being beaten and people don't like me talking about this topic because it does interfere with people's lifestyle and other views so I'm not gonna push the topic of what should happen or how we can fix this but only the fact that I want to talk about myself being plant-based is for my own well-being and for the safety of animals because I don't want any animal suffering for my taste buds and that's just my view and that's not going to stop me from watching uh, all my shows that are favorites on Cookie Channel and seeing different like food truck uh, competitions but when I do see like uh, chickens getting deep fried or something meat on the barbecue I always think in my head what can I use differently to uh, spice things up and what I like putting on the barbecue is uh, a black bean burger with chickpeas and spices mixed into it or I can order a uh, Beyond Meat burger and also uh, like doing up asparagus with uh, chipotle oil and salt pepper and wrapping that up as well as uh, corn with uh, salt pepper and paprika and wrapping that up in tinfoil and putting it on the barbecue it's really good and putting some peppers on a skewer but let's move more on the topic of the only thing I have against farming industry, agriculture industry is when there's undercover footage that actually shows farms animals being subjected to abuse and negligence so this imposing the welfare on them and it it's hard to see it's hard to take care like it's a commodity in many people's eyes it's just a object and it's food right but you still want to see an animal live their best life and also for the intake of uh, different types of hormones and whatnot you want us if we're going to consume such a thing also be healthier and the amount of ammonias and stuff that you can have in ground beef and injections of uh, coloring and different types of fish that they do in the supermarket just to make it look more fresh that's what you gotta keep an eye out on too and sad part about these bills that are being passed bill 156 it, it gives the government to overlook like conceal the animal cruelty and prevent any journalists from reporting this negligence and the way I see things is when you grow up as a child if you say do you want to go see where an uh, apples are picked or do you want to go see where animals are slaughtered I think you would want to go see where an apple's picked 
know? And by law, you're not allowed to go into slaughterhouses. By law, you're not allowed to know what's going on behind closed doors or where you're getting your food. And you're not allowed near the areas to protest, be an activist. And some people say, well, fuck those activists. Mind your own business. Mind your own lives. Stop pushing your agenda on us. Go fuck off. And, well, that could be your view. And other people's view is, yes, I eat meat, but I also want to see animals protected in a better means and see their life and welfare be brought up to being raised in a good environment where they are actually free-ranged and eating as if they were supposed to eat and not being overly bowed in grain or any antibiotics or medications. I can go on and on about this topic as well, but it's it's kind of hard topic to speak about because you're always going to offend someone or someone's always going to be on your side or someone's always going to be against you. And I just want to talk about food in general most times. How fucking delicious this is, eh? <laughs> and uh, that's where I base most of my traveling on is like what kind of things you get to taste in different areas. And I like seeing different things like Newfoundland we're known for our jigs dinner, right? So you're going to be basically seeing salt meats, chickens and turkeys and mixed up with all your vegetables all up in a pot. And then you're going to go to different areas and see different like lamb and sheep cuts. And you're going to see different types of uh, animals not being used around like cows but more often here you'll see burgers and you'll see pork chops cooked differently and you'll see all that but what I like seeing in different areas is the vegetarian vegan aspects as well which you say well that's pretty bland but not really because you got all the spices you got all the fresh fruits to fresh vegetables coming from the areas of where they're actually grown and it tastes amazing so you can go try things you'd never even heard of like if you never heard of mumfungo you'd be like mumfungo that sounds like some kind of gross fungus that grows on a tree or some shit which well fungus that grows on trees sometimes people drink <laughs> uh chaga chaga tea but i'm talking about mumfungo it's a uh a dish more so in puerto rico and you uh you mash up you cook up a plantain and you, you can't make it with chicken or beef but i like the one with the vegetables and it's nice on this dish and it's it got this nice filling texture to it so once you finish it you're you fell you feel really full and I've been to such places as like uh, Jamaica and people are like well Jamaican jerk chicken you gotta try it you gotta try it I did bring back the Jamaican jerk spice and I have uh, made different types of seitan uh, meat alternatives and put it on vegetables that have been fried and stir fry and just put the spice in it it's really good it's also really good on nachos <laughs> so if you're having nachos if you're vegetarian you can put cheese on it but if you are a vegan there's also very many different alternatives to cheeses that you can get in the grocery store <laughs> like daya and you get uh, different kind of cashew cheeses and nut cheeses which are some are I have to say pretty shitty but also some are good and they've got different melting textures. My last big vacation was in Hawaii. That was for my honeymoon. And uh, the pineapples and the fruits there were delicious. And uh, just the people there treated you like family. And the land there was, you could tell, people cherished the land and, and all the crops and everything that grew around you. So I love seeing that kind of aspect of the nature and being one with the earth and enjoying the food around you and getting to know people. And I can hear everybody now. Alright Aaron, move on to something different. We're fucking bored of this topic. Well, if that's your view, okay. <laughs> so, I brought up the importance of equality and recognition of LGBTQIA plus uh, community. And I spoke about how Sometimes it's not 
the rights of the well-being of the animal that's in the eyes of industry not not always the farmer's fault but always in the production of uh, corporate industry to get an influx of product out there another thing I forgot to say was that how sad it is when during this COVID times that the meat industry is being slowed down but that should be a good thing for me right but no uh, the meat's being slowed down so much that they're not being able to sell the product that they have product aka animal so they're gassing and killing the animals that they can't give out in time that they just have on their hand because that's what all they see is how to get rid of it if they can't make money and sadly not every uh, not every sanctuary can take uh, these animals in too. And that's what I like about going other places too, is not going to zoos, I like going to sanctuaries, where you can see if, like an animal that may not necessarily be from that area, but could be, been located there because they're in need of care. Like if it's like a broken wing or something has been indifferent about them that has harmed them and they need to be rehabilitated. So my last topic will be about uh, COVID and uh, provinces are going to be opening up. I guess they're still going to be opening up and where we're to now in Grand, uh, Newfoundland is level two. And where we're to in, in blah, 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 blah. And uh, Newfoundland and Labrador, we're lucky enough to have a 30-day-in-a-row uh, span of zero active cases of uh, COVID. So like I said, we're currently at the alert level 2. Our focus is on the control of transmission of while maintaining a healthy system of capacity throughout the reopening of social and business activities. And many places in Canada and states, I feel in my eye that things have been opening prematurely. Like they don't have an action plan to mitigate or cut down the chances of actually getting COVID-19 and how to implement the safety of others if this should have happened like money-wise and objective-wise. So during this time we lowered the level of alertness but not necessarily people should be moving about more. Here in Newfoundland though we are uh, blessed enough to have zero cases but that's why I see maybe opening up the borders to provinces may not be such a good idea might be a little bit too early but these changes here now during this level gives us a uh, more freedom in our public spaces and gatherings so during funerals burials and weddings they expanded the amount of people that could be uh, 50 people in this group just as long as they're still physically distancing themselves but they're still uh, able to give outdoor gatherings as well with 50 people permitting that they're physically distancing themselves and places of worship can resume churches with restrictions gyms are also being uh, permitted to open with restrictions and areas can open with indoor pools However, there's more restrictions that apply, and overnight camping is permitted all in all forms, including tenting. So earlier in level three, the only camping was like daytime or with an RV. So that'll be interesting to see more people during the summer get out there and see different things. And the playground equipment is also open because earlier we had the playgrounds open; but it was only for walking around the area. The actual equipment which is not to be used and how this affects our businesses and services there's going to be uh, bars and lounges now they're permitted to open but they got to reduce their uh, occupancy so this also entitles uh, also indoor entertainment facilities like bingo halls and cinemas to open up with uh, restrictions as well and performance spaces Part of me feels like this is a good thing that uh, for the economy we'll be able to move around more and be more freely and enjoy the different scenic areas of Newfoundland and Canada. And another aspect is 
while we're here now at zero uh, COVID cases, how is this going to affect us when the borders do open up and will it bring more uh, COVID cases within and how we will deal with the situation? So now that we are at zero cases in Newfoundland, we still can't uh, relax our means of washing our hands, keeping our physical distances, and wearing masks when that fact that they can't keep six feet, two meters or more. So like uh, one example is like getting your hair cut. There's many places that will tell you or you have to buy separately a mask while you get it done. So this is just going to be the new normal of things right now until things get better or things get worse. There's going to be different levels of uh, alertness in this province. So that's the topics that people asked this week in my uh, Instagram comment section. I guess I should elaborate more on things about me. I won't name 50. Uh, and they won't necessarily be exciting facts, I guess. So yeah, as you all know, I don't eat meat. So people are probably saying, shut up Aaron and put a eat a fucking carrot. <laughs> but yeah. With this weather, the warmer weather going on, I love having barbecues, so it's, it's a good time to get people around, have barbecue, go outside, and then as the evening cools off, and if there's any flies, have a fire, get that smoke going, get those buggies away. Every year I do a, uh, I call it a festival, but it's just a small group of people in my backyard playing music and listening to music and having a good time, drinking, having finger foods, fries, and everything like that. So hopefully this time off work I'll have a gathering again, safely, with distance of course, and just have some few friends sing and enjoy their evening. Hopefully the weather keeps up. And I call this event Trout Festival, which is just a play on words because here in Grand Falls, in Newfoundland, we have the Sam Festival. So I just threw a random fish in there and put festival at the end of it. This will be the fourth year of me doing this. And my beverage of choice here in the mini keg I'm going to have is Heineken. And this episode is not brought to you by it, but I just enjoy Heineken. And another aspect of I can say is that I am an Aboriginal of First uh, Nations descent of Mi'kmaq. And sadly, within that, there are alcoholism abuse in many uh, First Nations communities. And families so if you are drinking I do encourage everybody to drink responsibly and uh, also my podcast encourages drinking coffee and tea if you please <laughs> and uh, not too much also if you drink coffee and you are vegetarian or vegan make sure that you know that that does cut down the means of how you intake your uh, iron from such green vegetables where it doesn't break down the same way as a, a meat will in your body so the iron levels it will have to be, be more increased and the way that if you do have many more cups like one or two or three or four a day of coffee you want to try to increase the amount of vitamin C that you take with your iron with your vegetables so that you don't deplete all your iron but also one or two cups of coffee a day shouldn't be that bad for you. Not that I'm a nutrition list. So yeah, there is a high risk of alcoholism among Native Americans. It's the most uh, common drug among Native Americans. Although the, uh, the rate of alcohol use among them is lower than among Caucasian, Hispanics, and African Americans. The major concern is the you stem from the high rates problem drinking of alcohol among Native Americans finding that the rates have significantly been higher than other ethnic groups nearly a quarter of the Native Americans report binge drinking in past months so binge drinking when you actually look at the definition of it is very very small amount of alcohol so people that drink every day and have the habit of not being able to go without it basically and if 
if this continues, the consequence of animal animal abuse. There I go talking about something else. Alcohol abuse for Native Americans, including the increased risk for heart disease, cancer, pneumonia, tuberculosis, dental problems, hearing and vision problems, depression, and also mental health disorders. Another aspect that is the economic disadvantage from Native American communities that suffer from a high rate of unemployment and over 20% of the Native Americans live at or below poverty level. So this gives them uh, less likely to have uh, health insurance or access to adequate medical care. And this can also uh, categorized by a poor education or poverty and limited resources that contributes to uh, the prevalent abuse of alcohol among this ethnic group. So when I do drink it's more to enjoy the moment and not get totally wasted. The Mi'kmaq are the original natives to uh, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick region but they also have settled in locations of Quebec and Newfoundland and Maine. So where I'm from is Newfoundland. Most Mi'kmaq people live in Canada side on the border but there's also northeastern Maine. And uh, as for powwows in this social gathering are held by different Native American communities. A modern powwow is a specific type of event of Native American for people to meet, dance, sing, socialize, and just honor their cultures. These are powwows can be public or private and at this time of COVID within a large amount of groups sometimes we have to find different ways of doing things so I know there's areas here in Newfoundland that are going to be having their powwows virtually by social media and there are thousands of powwows that are being held across North America and they're held in all 50 states and Canadian provinces you can find powwows somewhere close to you, pretty sure. There's one near us that will be being held by social media. Virtually for July the 4th at 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So it's the First Nations 2020 virtual powwow. So that's unique. Another thing about me, not very interesting, is lately I've been cutting my own hair. <laughs> Even though, uh, Barbershops have been opening up. I'm growing it out a little bit. I might even braid it again like I used to when I was in my teens and earlier. I used to have a mullet. If you're from the 80s and early 90s, you know how cool mullets were, right? Yeah. Mm hmm. It's just like Billy Ray Cyrus. Don't break my heart. Anyways, yeah. So that's the native roots in me. Want to grow my hair a little longer, but I might shave it later, depending on how I feel. And growing up, my father always said, there's strength in your hair, son, just like Samson from the Bible, where he grew his hair that illustrated that he had strength built in. And uh, when I cut my hair, my dad was very devastated. He's like, son, son, you cut your hair. But we still keep it <laughs> in the house somewhere. But yeah, I still have my strength and my passion and love to move forward in life. So that's a few things about me. They said name 50 things about me. I'm not going to quite do that right now. I'm going to end this here podcast shortly. So on my first topic though, I want to go back when I talked about the LGBTQIA community. There's uh, Rufus Rangwhite. Uh, I said his name wrong. He performed his new album, live stream. His concert was yesterday. Uh, also, he's going to be doing a... Uh, A more so live stream online concert coming up Sunday June 28th so by the time you hear this it's gonna be over but it ignites the pride with uh, Rufus Rainwright and Priyanka so this is summer to honor the pride month the Montreal born singer will be and songwriter will be taking his talents virtually on stage to perform and he, he sung the other day and his voice is still as great as it was he uh, covers the song that I truly love, it's uh, Hallelujah, which is written by uh, Leonard Cohen, 
my favorite version is, if you know me, is, is from uh, Jeff Buckley, who was a singer who passed away in 95, I do believe, but probably one of my favorite singers. So he just got such a high range and a great falsetto. And another interesting thing about uh, celebrating Pride the month this year is that there's more uh, diversity, there's more uh, equality in the different online aspects and community, but we go into Audible. Again, this is not a commercial, <laughs> but I use Audible, so where you get like one credit every month if you subscribe. But they're also promoting and acknowledging uh, Pride Month with the different uh, memoirs, fictions, more uh, children's books that identify uh, what it is to be gay, and there's science fiction and fantasies, mysteries, thrillers, essential uh, LGBTQIA, nonfiction, editor spotlights, essential history of it all, names a few uh, authors you can look into. So that's uh, a section of list and collections and pride audiobooks that you may be interested in. And what books I'm reading now kind of shows them into well, the book audiobook I'm in, in reading now well besides audible I got an Amazon Kindle for Kindle books I got uh, I'm reading graphic novels now Anthony Bourdain's uh, graphic novels uh, so the comics he did before he passed away are where I'm starting I haven't really gotten too in depth with them I got uh, Kevin Hart's new audible book and Right now, I'm paying more attention to uh, Expected Fathers. The first uh, months of Expected Fathers is, uh, no, the book's called The Expected Fathers, The Ultimate Guide for Dads-to-Be. So this audiobook I'll be uh, reading now. Which, you know why, because more about myself is I'm expecting a child and we're halfway there. We've got uh, 20 weeks today, so that's great news. Our little sweet potato says on the app. So further on, we'll get to know the gender of the baby, and then that term as well can also be contradictive of the Pride Month and how you identify. So gender, sexuality of what the child is can be variant of who they are inside so I want to know mostly in the future is my baby happy and healthy and hopefully in the future uh, around the third trimester I think it is uh, we'll try to get to go to a UC baby if we can that gives a more 3d uh, picture and more movement so that'd be interesting to see what the baby looks like before birth and as you know or probably don't know if you haven't listened to my earlier uh, podcasting my sister also is uh, pregnant so there's going to be a few weeks before me she's having a little girl so that's going to be awesome news great news to have a little uh, two babies to grow up together in the same community and I can't wait and I gotta get the baby's room all set up. I got another 20 weeks or maybe less or more, give or take. So I gotta put together the crib I have, the car seats all bought. I gotta put together the stroller and everything. And just take time as it comes my way. So yeah, thank you guys for uh, giving me your opinions and what topics you would like for me to talk about today and sort of I kept things brief I got uh, I'll probably make more uh, in-depth podcasting when I'm actually home and not away here at work and hopefully it's not such a big bracket you probably still hear that humming in the background but I just want to show the importance of interacting realizing who we are are all are and that the oppression that people went through is why we can continue to show our pride and move forward so that hopefully we all can be one together in this human race happy and healthy 
and endure our peaceful freedom in life to be who we are. And I'm here to show my love for everyone. Along with the agricultural beans for animals, I love all animals as well. Even spiders. <laughs> I know uh, as many people are afraid of them, and I too at times will be, especially bees as well, but I know the importance of them. Without bees, we would have many things, crops that wouldn't grow in our community. So if I do see something, insect or bee inside the house I'd like to do not kill them but pick them up with a cup plate glass by hand or paper towel and scooch them out outside scoochy scooch there was one time though I was pretty afraid of a bee it was in my uh, kayak I was going down by uh, rushy pond with the wife and I, I seen a bee crawling up near my leg at first I didn't know it could fly it was wet but I was afraid it was going to fly up my leg and sting me. So I was blowing my whistle to my wife trying to get her attention. She's like, ah. So I went towards land and I picked up the spider with my uh, paddle. Laid it onto the ground. And I could see that it was still trying to dry its wings off. So first thing I did, take it out of the kayak. Because I don't know if it would be able to fly afterwards. If not, it didn't dry off and get well again. And like I said, in the media... And on the news, you're always going to see something negative and depressing. And the most recent thing I've seen was when, on Twitter, Donald Trump said, Thank you for your great people in the village. And he, he posted a video of his supporters. And they're riding in golf cars for some reason. But one of the Trump supporters says, White power. And I find it really odd that Donald Trump posted this video on his own Twitter the audacity he has and just blatant incompetence but let's not get into politics eh? love for all if you don't see the problem in hatred and disrespect of uh, race or uh, gender equality then the problem is within the part of you that's in my opinion. So thanks again for listening and continue on with giving me comments, opinions, queries, anything you want inside of the podcast, Cardio Coombs Cafe podcast, uh, Instagram or Facebook page in the comments section. And I hope you enjoy your day and hope the weather keeps on staying nice, warm. And remember to spread kindness all around you. Stay tuned, stay happy, and stay healthy. Until next time, bye for now.